یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں Hello everybody and welcome to episode 86 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan! Episode number 86, Karan. Uh, we're obviously in those, uh, those lands where uh, absolutely nobody has worn this jersey number and we've been so for a while, especially so it feels like for jersey number 86. Um, I checked basketball reference. There are two random dudes who have never heard of before, so it's probably not even worth talking about. Would you wear jersey 86? You're not even gonna... You're not even gonna give them a name? Come on, they deserve to be uh, honored and named I, by Hutarshan. Uh, as, a, as a person who wants to make a stand against this, I'm going to not name them. <laughs> uh, we can, Fair enough. We can talk about the 1986 NBA Finals though. Uh, although, like, I probably don't want to talk too much about it too. It's one of those Celtic win years again. Um, any, any particular... I guess like things about the 1986 finals that uh, that fit in I mean it's one of the greatest game. ever it's one of the greatest ever teams right the 1986 mm-hmm. Celtics the yeah. um Larry Bird was in it of course uh Larry McHale and Parrish and of course this is the team that Bill Walton was in it this is the team that Bill Simmons is really obsessed with yeah. and he considers it to be the greatest team of all time yeah um it's probably why they I didn't want to speak about rightfully it rightfully he he talks about they it they rightfully won a title Koshik Yeah. Stop, stop it. Stop your hate. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to stop the hate. Fine. That's fair. Um, cool. Um, speaking of hate, though, I think we have, we have a few sort of um, Indian basketball news items to get through before I can do full-on hating on, um, on my favorite, not really favorite team, the Boston Celtics. Uh, but we'll get to that later. But like I said, Karan, um, there's... There's a little bit of Indian basketball news that we need to get to. Uh, what can you tell us about the junior nationals that are currently ongoing? Yeah, uh, not much out of the ordinary to report here. You know, the junior nationals are taking place in Patna right now. They almost didn't happen in the location they were supposed to at because the stadium got flooded right before the event began because of some floods in that area. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, they were able to sort of clean up even though a lot more games are being played in outdoor stadiums which is never good for any to anyone at any point yeah um especially professional players who you or, or players that are going to be professional players right but anyway the tournament is going on and uh i think today is the semi-finals the recording it's on october 22nd so uh we'll find out who, who wins who loses soon and of course Uh, we live in a world where it's hard to get much news out of the BFI considering in, this event. In today's day and age where the internet is everywhere and news can travel in the speed of microseconds, we still find it hard. So for, <laughs> well, well, they do put up uh, Instagram stories of scores. That's as, as much as we're going to get. So those scores yeah. are on, are, are, do exist in the ether for a day and then they disappear. Uh, very <laughs> much like of all, of all BFI's the media ads. outlets, I guess. The fact that they use Instagram stories for this, it's just the most BFI thing possible. Like, they, it won't be anywhere else, but it'll be on Instagram stories. I mean, who knows, right? Maybe they, they have a huge TikTok presence and they're, they're dominating it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're targeting uh, yeah. ages 12 and under or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I have maybe, no clue. Maybe they're but, on uh, an app that we don't even know about. 
Exactly. Exactly. Maybe it's, maybe we need to download the BFI app. Yeah. Which doesn't <laughs> exist yet, but yeah. Um, but at least it's better than nothing. So, True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent stuff. Do you know of any sort of players that we need to sh- we we should keep an eye out for in the future? Any names? No. Again, there's only scores. There's yeah. no names. So, um, you know. The, the the one guy who led the team in Bihar's 86-71 win over whoever. I don't know. There's no <laughs> names coming out of <laughs> uh, okay. Ch- yeah. Chances, are, chances nope. are that there'll be some tall dude from Punjab. There'll be a guy from Varanasi. Yes. There'll be some yes. woman ball handler from Karnataka who got in because Karnataka and BFI. And that's it. Hey, don't don't shortchange your 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 state. Uh, Karnataka women have been killing it on, uh, on the national true. and international. That's true. That's so, yeah, true. Yeah. I'm just being extra cynical today. Um, <laughs> uh, no need to be cynical, Koshik. The NBA season's here. Exactly. NBA is here. Exactly. Time for time for all that cynical shit need, uh, can go out of the window because tomorrow, um, in less than 12 hours' time from when we are recording this, um, it's Diwali. It's, it's it's the real Diwali, right? Yes. Actually, Diwali. Yes. Um, so, obviously, the NBA season kicks off after what seems like ages since the Toronto Raptors. That's right. The Toronto Raptors Still won, shocking. Yeah. won the previous title, which, yeah, which I, like you said, it's shocking. It, it's not something that sort of sits in your head saying, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Like, wow, yeah, that happened. And then their best player mm-hmm. left them to join uh, a shitty team in Los Angeles. Um <laughs> yeah, here, here to talk about that and lots more is is our special guest Karan. Our special guest Nakul Yadav, huge NBA fan and uh, like you, a huge Kobe Lakers fan. So um, I, I'm I'm dreading I'm dreading what's to fall. I'm dreading the purple and gold love. Hey, look, gonna, man, I think I'm Lakers Kobe fan podcast. more than Kobe Lakers fan. So I, you you gotta okay. give me that much. We'll, we'll let's bring Nakul on and talk about this a bit more. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So I'm here with Nakul Yadav to help us preview the new NBA season. Nakul is the creative producer for NBA India. Uh, he's an occasional freelance hoops writer, and he tells me he's a forever Mamba fan. Nakul, how are you doing? Um, good man. How are you doing? So which part of that do you rank the highest? The the the, the writer part, the creative <laughs> producer part, or the Mamba fan part? I guess cult of Mamba is the strongest, and uh, everything else follows. So, so Kaushik is also a Lakers fan, but Kaushik clarified that he's Lakers first, Kobe second. Now, where do you stand on this spectrum? <laughs> uh, Lakers first, Kobe second, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. Because I, I interact with a lot of Kobe first Lakers fans next on a on a sort of daily basis, and I know they exist, and they're like, but big. Big sort of like rabid fan base in comparison to I guess Nakul and myself who are. Equal, but I who, think who that's more of a. Well, but <laughs> I think that's more of a generational thing. You no, know, nowadays more more kids are player fans as opposed to team fans first. That's true. Exactly. Yeah, I have suffered twenty years as a Knicks fan, man. Come on. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> which which player have I supported? David Lee, for a while. Mello. Eddie Curry's fat ass. Melo was great. Linsanity. <laughs> Insanity was amazing, but um, so, so so Nakul, are you saying that you weren't the one that that defaced the LeBron murals in LA, right? That didn't happen. <laughs> I wish, I wish I was in LA, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. I mean, you... that's that's exactly it. That's like those Twitter fans on uh, the Lake uh, Mamba clan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just can't take anybody else as the face of uh, 
Lakers for for whatever reason. Yeah, Now I, I actually find it pretty funny as a LeBron hater. I find like the um, I, I was never that much of a Kobe cult guy, but I, I find it hilarious that so many Lakers fans have rejected him. Where do you stand on that? Uh, like, are you have you accepted LeBron? Does it does he feel like one of your own yet? I don't think uh, it'll be that, that case. Obviously, he's for playing for the Lakers, but I think Ansi actually has something solid to show for playing for the Lakers. Like maybe like a conference finals or a title or whatever, uh, something solid to show for his days in the Lakers uni- uniform. Then maybe it's like uh, a thing where we can say you know uh, he's one of our own sort of situation. Now, Koshik, you've grown quite like unbiased over the years. You know, when it comes to the mm-hmm. the Kobe standing. Yeah. But but tell me honestly, what would it take for LeBron to to be above kobe in the laker fandom or is that even possible no no come on man who are you kidding that's not happening it's not possible <laughs> that's not happening but yeah nakul's absolutely right like i guess until he sort of wins the title and it's usually in in the lakers it's usually like win or uh, or it doesn't title count, or pass. Sort of a yeah, s- yeah. scenario where uh, until that happens like it's hard to sort of really evaluate him as a laker legend because obviously he is one of like one of the greatest ever players possibly like second best ever some would say first and stuff like that so um <laughs> come on dude take that back take no, that way back some, hold the brakes some Seriously. people do right okay we so, don't uh, <laughs> some people say a lot of shit some people say the earth is flat we don't we don't respect those people there fair no, enough no, fair sorry enough. <laughs> fair enough but yeah like i told you karan uh, i think the, the fact that i was able to realize that The, my hatred for LeBron stemmed out of the fact that I was insecure about my Kobe fandom, and the moment I sort of realized that, I think I respected LeBron lots more. Um, and you know, this was well before I guess he chose to join the Lakers. So I'll obviously like support him, support, cheer for the Lakers and stuff like that. But he won't have the same kind of special place in uh, in in my sort of basketball heart. Uh, um, and uh, as Kobe, and to to even like get there. uh it'll have to be a title or so at least one title i think so we'll we'll talk about a lot more detail about these lakers and the chances um further on in the episode but first nakul i want to uh, check in with you you were of course playing a major behind the scene role at the nba india games and you and i got to work together a lot we we went to a bunch of events uh what was yeah. your favorite part of this whole crazy mad week like i know it, for you the months preceding it were mad too but specifically the week off uh what would you remember as like the flashbulb moments or the moments that that you remember forever maybe i i would say two one one when uh the way the first game the esa game uh ended in regulation yes with uh, that that was something that, i mean i i have never watched a basketball game live right yeah. and to watch a basketball game live that was played at that intensity yeah. and the crowd man like it's it was so amazing i was like i thought the second game won't stand up to this one because i was like dude the crowd dude like like the kids were so enthu about it yeah and the way the game ended i rushed to the uh, media table and i was talking to yash who yeah. was there for the, the website and i was like dude this seems unreal dude like it's, <laughs> it's it's an amazing amazing game an amazing ending and then ot was tight as well just yeah. a point in the game and i think the second thing was obviously when i saw larry bird sitting across the court side by himself yeah and uh, it was it was like like the whole uh, ethereal uh, 
you know celestial light shining on him and i could hear <laughs> him, uh, angel singing and yeah, string yeah, quartet yeah. and everything and I'm like shit dude and uh, there's uh, there's this photo of mine that a photographer who was covering the event shared i was yeah. supposed to go behind him and cross him and reach somewhere but yeah. i was so freaked out by the fact that i was standing behind larry word that there's yeah, this yeah. goofy kid and the <laughs> photographers captured that moment and that is a i think i hate taking pictures but that is one picture that i would happily plaster all over the internet and so, like that so was the second of- standard moment It's a photo of you photo bombing Larry Bird basically. Basically, exactly. Like everyone's looking out for the Larry moment and uh, all I had was a photo bomb moment. So Listen, but, you need to put that on as your profile pic. That sounds amazing. Uh, I have I not seen this. Yeah, yeah. I'll share it with you though. It's 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 quite the I mean she's caught it perfectly. It's a candid moment and I'm like I'm super freaked out that I'm standing behind her. Now so so this is the thing right? Like even you guys as hardcore Lakers fans and larry who's like the heart was basically the enemy of the lakers one of the biggest enemies of the lakers historically even you got you can't deny like how much that meant right him being yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. mumbai for sure for sure and you 100% right about the first game that was the moment i talked to koshik to about um, last week i talked to him about it that that game the kids the atmosphere they bought they were cheering for everybody they were cheering for you know yeah. backup guards who they've never heard of um it, it, it was just electric that moment Yeah yeah yeah. I mean definitely wasn't topped in the second game and then obviously in the second game the uh, um, standing ovation for Larry yeah. and uh, not allowing Priyanka Chopra to be introduced <laughs> and all of that. That was amazing as well. I I actually was, love that that's the story that so many people talk about as being being like the highlight moment. The fact that the crowd paid more respect to Larry rightly so than Priyanka Chopra that's great. That's great. We all yeah. we all like you know i was there nakul was there yash of course he mentioned jonathan rego ashwin gopinath from um, ballers bay he was there and we all like talked to each other immediately like this is actually happening that the the larry bird is getting more love um and rightfully so yeah um yeah. so guys the new season begins as we're talking uh you know in less in about 12 hours right uh, i think the first game they're showing in india is the raptors playing the pelicans what yeah. is another and, game tomorrow who cares <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh the 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 world champion Raptors playing the Pelicans. Uh of course the two names that are not in either of these teams is uh, Kawhi Leonard and Zion Williamson will not be playing in tomorrow's game unfortunately. Um let's before we get on with the season previews let let's talk about the Raptors a little bit. I I think they they deserve a bit more respect. You know they are the champions uh, Koshik you you started this podcast off when you and I were talking. uh by saying it feels weird to even think of them that way because you know so, uh the identity has changed so much but but they are the champs and uh uh nakul what do you feel about their chances going forward in the season without kawai but they still have a pretty good sort of structure right yeah they do yeah i i feel like i mean for sure playoffs because it's the east uh that is a thing that i don't think any anybody would dispute that they would make the playoffs and i think that this is a perfect chance for a couple of other guys you know uh, to turn up and raise their game obviously the uh, the raptors management themselves is expecting huge things out of uh, siakam mm. as the extension given to him shows i think outside of that i am expecting a big big year from uh, van bleet and anunobi Yeah. and i think uh, if they step up then for sure they are there in the mix for the top 4 uh, in the east 
and i don't think they'll repeat as champions for sure but uh, yeah they're there in the mix for uh, for the uh, playoffs in the east for sure yeah koshik what do you think you think i mean An- anunobi was like he they won a the title even without him and he was you know we've heard rumors of him being like before he got hurt obviously him being a kawai light kind of player mm-hmm. uh he's obviously not going to fill kawai leonard's shoes but he he could do uh you know a diet kawai role in this team right uh yeah i don't know i think that might be stretching it too far but it, it the, the fact of the matter is i think they're a really really solid team and if you think about the games that they played without kawai last year um they actually were really really good at it 15-7 i think the record was if i if i remember correctly yeah, yeah. um so yeah they're obviously a lot of lot of really good quality players championship level team obviously they don't have the the single guy who sort of elevates them to the next level but as you said nakul it's the eastern conference there aren't that many good teams they should they should finish in the playoff um in in the playoff top 8 uh you would think almost guaranteed right um just the fact that they have Kyle Lowry playing at, at a pretty high level and they've got Siakam who's so hungry to take on that next role and when you've got guys like Marcus Allen stuff like that in the team you're you're going to win games by default i think especially in the eastern conference so um yeah i don't I, i don't expect them to suddenly fall off the face of the earth just because they lost um kawai but at the same time there's i think literally zero chance that they're playing in like the finals or 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 winning anything so unless something crazy happens where like 50 people get injured or like aliens <laughs> aliens abduct them or something like that so i guess that's where my my take on uh, toronto is what what do you think karan um yeah i mean you, you pretty much summed it up I, i actually see them and I, i guess this is a good way to sort of seg into um what i wanted to do is is have all of us um uh, predict how you know each conference would line up for the playoffs 1 to 8 on each side mm-hmm. um and and to me the raptors are the east is so shitty i mean yeah. it's been so shitty a lot and um it 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 could have been really boosted if kevin durant was healthy like we, the whole conversation about the entire con- conference would change i think you know yeah. if kd was healthy uh, but he isn't so so i think the raptors to me are are uh, are a great they, they are in the space between real contenders and everybody else i think real contenders in the east are the bucks and the 76ers yep and to me the raptors are i might be overrating them but i actually think they'll finish third in this conference and that's a mixture of the conference being really crappy and the raptors kind of coming back with the championship medal i don't think they would they will trade kyle lowry this season i, I know there were a lot of rumors about it i actually think they'll they'll run it back as a championship hangover season and uh, finish as the third best team in the conference and the first two i'm saying are going to be milwaukee will finish number 1 and 76ers number 2 uh, do you guys agree disagree where do you stand on the top 3 koshik bound you go first Yeah sure um I I definitely agree that there's two tiers there there's there's Milwaukee and Philadelphia who are leagues above everybody else and who are the only ones who could possibly realistically win a title and there's everybody else so I completely agree with you that it's those top two between them I also agree I think that I think Milwaukee will finish the season stronger because they're just a better regular season team but I think Philly will start to sort of figure out who they are as a team because they they're a more new team Milwaukee's yeah. got an established system. They've got Giannis who's who was obviously MVP last year and he you would think he's only going to get better right which is a bit scary to imagine uh, but they've got a system, they've got a coach who is really 
really solid regular season coach and they've got perfect role players who know what their roles are so i think they are going to be humming like a machine and they'll they'll finish uh, top of the standings but i do think philadelphia is probably the stronger team uh, if i want to project in terms of playoffs and everything so they they've got a few things to figure out they've got a new starting lineup and they are massive massive like al hofford finally gets to play power forward again so can you imagine what what sort of size that is and um, who who is even there like shortest player like they whoever starts at shooting guard i Josh, guess is, yeah josh richardson is probably the shortest yeah starter. josh richardson yeah. at 66 or yeah. something is the shortest guy yeah nakul you're also like a basketball historian is this do you think this is like the biggest starting five ever after the monster I, <laughs> after the monster oh, <laughs> yeah i think there was some mention uh, i was reading uh, a piece on uh, on the ringer if i'm not wrong and they were mentioning something about the celtics from the 80s having a a lineup not the starting lineup but a lineup version which was all 6 8 and over so i don't know like but uh, yeah maybe one of the tallest lineups yeah i know that uh, again not taller than this but um, the chicago bulls for a while when they had ron harper jordan pippen kukoc and mm-hmm. rodman or if it be Rodman and Luke Longley whoever like that's a massive team now cuz Ron Harper was a pretty big guard of, or to be a point guard but nothing bigger than this where Ben Simmons at PG is whatever it's 6 8 6 9 yeah, six, eight, six, nine. yeah. Uh, Nakul, um, what do you think do you do you agree that these are the top two and if, if you had to pick i guess who would yeah i need pretty much pretty much i think uh, same same uh, for the top two mm-hmm. i think because Milwaukee like you said uh, they are an excellent regular season team i do i do think they kept the wrong guard yes they uh, <laughs> the wrong guy and uh, i mean this guy's got to have a massive meltdown in the playoffs at some point of time uh, uh guy let's so but uh, i i think like for for the uh, regular season their uh, system suits the regular season to a t yep. and yanis uh, looks like he might have a better jumper this year i mean last year it was bad and he improved progressively as the player they went play uh, deeper into the playoffs yeah but uh, yeah i mean also i mean them adding a couple more shooters and uh, uh, wesley matthews and kyle korver helps in the regular season mm-hmm. uh, also like I, having a couple of other guys develop won't be too bad a thing divincenzo i'm expecting to see uh, hoping to see him have a few more minutes Uh, in, in the regular season and he, i think 76ers just generally are, are a much better i mean they'll have to figure stuff out thre- through the season but yeah. come playoffs they'll be in a better position yeah i mean yanis and joel embiid are the two best players in these two teams but yeah if you look beyond that the, uh, you know, i agree the 76ers are going to be monstrous in the playoffs and better than the bucks because who after yanis do i trust i do not trust middleton either i don't trust bletso um the the lopez twins are cool you know i guess <laughs> but uh, I, i mean i'm glad there's two of them that's awesome in the same team but but with the philly man like ben simmons even without a jump shot tobias harris al horford like these guys are 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 good and the east is shitty and um, and Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys have been uh, seeing uh, all the buzz that uh, Matthias Thybul has been getting. Matthias Thybul, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like uh, supposedly he's a defensive beast, and obviously on the internet all you get are highlights. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, 
he he's been pegged to be like the sixth man and like the defensive stopper man and even in the college circuit he was only recruited later in the draft because he didn't have much of an offensive game but defensively he won the defensive player in, at the college level and uh, i'm excited to see him actually like that guy apparently he he's a kind of a reckless version of uh uh uh, uh your what's his face marcus uh, smart and no was the was the other stopper yeah. uh anyways anu maybe like anunobi or something but like he's he's a reckless version of him and he's got size as well like for for, for a guard he's 65 well built what uh, a great so, name for a defensive monster thibol like that's just that's amazing yeah. it, it sounds yeah. like he he you like break somebody's like a teeth in a game you know elbow you in the face kind of guy so um yeah. do do you guys Uh, agree with me that Raptors are three, and if not, who do you think is the next team here in the East? Uh, Nakul, why don't you go? Uh, for me, I have, I still, for some reason, I still, like you said, uh, there's a clear tier in mm. the uh, East where, like, you could say, Philly and Bucks are a cut above, mm-hmm. and I think in the second tier for me, it's uh, Celtics, Pacers all together, okay. and. Uh, from between them i still have the celtics taking up the third spot okay i think the raptors will probably end up at four even with the okay. growth that we expecting from their players uh and celtics yeah i think i have them pegged as number 3 because i mean a now they ha- they can boast of a cult uh, trio which is uh, taco falls and type lord <laughs> and uh, marcus smart and celtics fans are all about fan like player cults Uh, Scalabrini and all shouts out to Scalabrini <laughs> and I think Kemba will bring every Kyrie level production minus the drama maybe like yeah. a little lower because yeah, yeah. the other youngsters will get to grow yeah, the yeah, yeah. Tatum uh, Brown duo gets to grow and I'm expecting Hayward to be much better this season obviously the one big weakness they have is at the center so I think that is where where they'll struggle in the season like rebounds is uh, was obviously an issue a couple of seasons back as well. Yeah. Uh so I think that is their big struggle but outside of that I think given Brad Steve I really like Brad Steven's style of uh, coaching and last year obviously he was struggling to mix it all together throw in like a wild card like Kyrie into the mix uh, it it can always get difficult for the best of coaches but I think they'll finish third. Celtics. So, uh, I, I have Celtics fourth, just one below, and I I, I feel the one reason um, I pegged them slightly lower. And I, again, this is not like a disrespect to them or not a big disrespect to them. It just I, I think the loss of Horford will be felt a lot more seriously. Yeah, disrespect They, to the Celtics is highly encouraged, by the way, on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like you, like a lot of people. I'm very excited about the Brown Tatum. sort of wing combo to get back on track and I, i have i had a lot of high hopes for them two years ago and it's disappointing to see them be stunted a little bit and to be honest they did not impress me much in the world championships you know normally you'd see that to be the a platform where young players like, like uh, take a massive step they didn't impress me much but i i hope that it shows up in the regular season um i agree with everything you said about kemba but i i think the defensive loss would heard them a little bit koshik do you also have the celtics in the top 4 here 3 4 5 like who are your teams uh so i don't know if i have a clear third 
uh, but there there are a few teams. So I I think the Celtics will be good for all the reasons that you guys have mentioned. I also think that the Raptors will be good, but I think if I had to pick anyone, uh, I'm going to probably pick the Nets. So I, I I have a little bit of Kyrie love that doesn't really exist in the world uh, these days. <laughs> it <laughs> exists in the flat world. It doesn't it, exist in the. It does. Place. It does. It does. Um, so I I actually think that there's a, for as much flack as Kyrie, I think deservedly gets there's not enough to speak about. I guess the. The fact that Celtics probably didn't do their part well, I think that um, Brad Stevens, fantastic coach, but like a, a real challenge for him was to sort of get the best out of Kyrie and 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 the rest of the crew. So maybe maybe the injury and maybe the fact that they sort of fluked their way into the conference finals the previous year, uh, it had some adverse effects which they couldn't deal with. But I think it's a it's a great fresh start for both both parties. So I think the Celtics will be better because of this, and I think Kyrie will probably be a better version of himself uh, at the Nets as well. I just I just like the way that the, the Nets play. Like they've got a good sort of system coming up as well. I think they're uh, they've got personalities that will meld with Kyrie a little bit better than the Celtics uh, young players. So if I I guess a bit of a sort of um, long range sort of punt here, but I think. I think the Nets will probably finish third in in my view uh, because they've just got enough and they know that it's a bit of a gap year before Kevin Durant sort of comes back but but still I think there's enough quality in there I'm expecting big things from Karis Levert I'm expecting big things from like uh, Jarrett Allen and stuff like that so um I I'm really looking forward to how that team how that team plays although I have to say that they have like I I saw parts of their like gray coat which is just really really ugly and i think <laughs> and i think they should they should get away with that but imagine that gray coat in the playoffs um yeah i don't know i don't know and i have mixed feelings about that but definitely strong feelings about them as a team uh, if i had to pick well, one since he bought them up nakul where do you have the nets finishing in your top 8 i have the nets finishing 6 okay but uh, yeah because i have celtics raptors and pacers in the same sort of tier Yeah, and I have uh, the Celt- Nets finishing immediately below them. Okay, but uh, having said that, it's 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 sort of like uh, I feel the chemistry part of it is a thing that they might have to figure out with Kyrie in the mix. Uh, maybe he's learned from his last uh, last year's mistakes, like he said in the press conference. He was dealing with a lot personally as well last season, which people didn't know about. But uh, I think the whole uh, trying to figure out. Uh, the team chemistry might be a thing because i mean they they also signed as uh, as a gesture they signed uh, uh deante jordan, jordan. <laughs> oh, and, <laughs> and i mean at the expense of their young center yeah. who took a few elbows last year in the playoffs from embiid and yeah. i mean jared allen being a tough cookie and you've got a declining uh, deandre jordan there so i feel like the chemistry will be a work in progress for them through the season which is why i have them at 6 uh as opposed to a little higher yeah, yeah. so i'm glad i think that that's a fair sort of assessment uh the, the other thing i think i want to talk a little bit about is i think the indiana pacers are probably not going to be as good as everybody thinks largely because i i think we don't know when oladipo will come back and he's such a like integral part of who they are in, as an offense um they've got brogdon yes but he works better as a as a secondary sort of third option than than the first i think which is what he'll be So I think they'll struggle a lot. Maybe maybe Oladipo comes back and they sort of steady the ship towards the to, towards the point end of the season. But uh, I actually see Indiana dropping significantly. And the other team that 
uh, I would like your opinions on I guess is um, the Jimmy Butler and Friends show. So uh, I'm glad that you, you've named a few teams I do want to talk about. Yeah. Um, uh, so I have the Pacers fifth, and I'm basing it on what I saw of them in India. I I, I really saw uh, like a team that loved each other, and there was like a, and a, a, a chemistry there that I can't really put into like tangibles. Mm-hmm. They they seem to work well together. The anti-Celtics of last year. The anti-Celtics of last year, and I have Jimmy Butler's Heat at six. And since you guys have said such nice things about the Brooklyn Nets, I would like to add the first sort of, you know, hot take of the day. I don't have the Nets making the playoffs at all. Oh wow! I don't think they make it. I I, I feel I actually completely disagree with this chemistry thing that Koshik you said, mm-hmm. uh, and the young players and Kyrie. I think Kyrie is not good for young players. I think Kyrie is. Um, I think Kyrie needs elder players to to be the steady base of the ship, and so then he can do his own thing. And uh, at no point in his career has he proven to me that he, he, as like alone with a bunch of, without a strong system, can be successful. Um, but there is a strong so, system in the Nets. But he, is it though? Like he, the Celtics had a stronger system, and he really hurt that system. Um, yeah, and, I, I, and, I think I agree with you. And they had you. better players. They had like Al Horford, who, in my opinion, was like a true like leader for that team. Yeah. Um, the, the Kyrie is going to be the leader for this team, mm-hmm. and that to me is alarm bells like going off like crazy. And and by the way, I I don't say this is, um, you know, I don't mean they'll be completely trash. Yeah. I just think that. But you have to be, make a hot take. It, so my my eight in the East is uh, our Pacers five, Miami Heat six, mm-hmm. the Detroit Pistons at seven, and the Orlando Magic at eight. And I think the Nets will be will just miss out. In, in the very end, um, so you, you think uh, Nets will miss out over Orlando Magic? And I think Detroit the Magic. Distance. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think Detroit will have a pretty good season. I think Orlando will have a better season, and I don't think Brooklyn will. I think I think at some point it'll be uh, without Durant there and with this team. Really, who you know, who else is going to step up in this team? Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, like who, who do you trust? Kyrie Levert, Yeah, like, do you do you trust Kyrie Levert to to be like the second best player in the playoff team? Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't. Look, to be honest, okay. like if you think about it, last season, right? Like they didn't have anybody that could really step up, and the one who did was D'Angelo Russell, who also has a reputation of being a shit teammate. So, <laughs> uh, essentially, you're replacing D'Angelo with Kyrie, and I think that's a huge exactly. And it's yeah. an upgrade. So, so sure, but but the Miami Heat are better. So. Like than they were last season, right? Yeah, that's so fair. They're gonna be, that's fair. I um, think the Heat uh, are a bit of a wild card. They could finish anywhere between eighth and third, in my opinion. Uh, all depending on two things. I think one is obviously Jimmy Butler tends to work better with uh, with like really crap people around him, like where he can yeah. be himself. And the second thing is you never know what they'll do with I guess all of the. Um, sort of semi assets that they have, they could trade for Chris Paul. They could trade for Kyle Lowry. Maybe they're, I think they're, they're a big trade waiting to happen. So combination of all of that, I think they're hard to project, but they could really finish anywhere. But I, I probably like I, I can't agree with the fact that uh, the Magic and the Pistons will probably finish higher than the Nets. I think that they're uh, the, the Nets just have like an overall sort of better system in place. But we'll see we'll see how that plays yeah. out. Nakul, who do you have in the tail end of the conference? Like, I, I, I've put so, Pistons and Magic seven and eight. Um, yeah, I uh, have. 
I have Nets at uh, number six. Then yeah. I have Heat. Uh, yeah. So actually, you could, I mean, likewise, like like Koshik said, I think that Heat are like the wild card here. They could jump higher, or they could maybe go as low as seven, eight. And last, pe- lastly, I have the Pistons making it because I don't think Orlando Magic can repeat what they did last year. They came there for one uh, home win, and that's it. DJ Augustine is not going to carry them to the playoffs <laughs> this season. I think. Markel Fultz, uh, you don't believe in him yet? No. <laughs> anybody? <laughs> anybody? Fultz, we'll believe it when we see it. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. And uh, also, Vucevic has gotten paid, so I think he's just going to cruise for the whole year. Yeah, and also, I mean, Markel Fultz is being celebrated by the Orlando me- media for actually making shots close making to the rim jump now. Shots, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I even heard I I read this uh, Orlando Centennial or I read a local news piece which was talking about why if if Ben Simmons is given a pass as a point guard without a shot, then why isn't Markel Fultz oh being given the benefit of doubt? That is a great uh, great like homer take. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, wow, <laughs> because uh, one guy's 6'10", one guy's 6'5", uh, huge well, difference. Yeah, and, and Simmons is great despite a jump shot. Fultz's yeah. jump shot was supposed to be what made him great. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just um, yeah. fair enough. I, I, I get these gripes about Orlando. I just feel that their defense will, it's like, like you can't. I, I don't think the defense is going away anywhere soon, and I feel uh, Aaron Gordon will make a jump. But 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 I get it. It's uh, it's it's an understandable gripe to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaushik, what do you think? Who are the the last few teams in the East for you? Yeah, so for me, I guess uh, anywhere in 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 the I guess next year for me is I, I think four or five teams that are locks. Um, mm-hmm. My personal pick for third would probably be Brooklyn, uh, and some order of Celtics. Um, Celtics, Pacers, and Raptors um, can't really decide who finishes where. So that, I guess, leaves one spot for me. And um, I don't think it'll be the Magic. I don't think it'll be the Pistons. And here's my hot take, Karan. Chicago? Yeah, I think it'll be the Bulls. Uh, I was waiting for who would say that, yeah. (laughs) I'm super super high on um, Zach Levine being like top five for um, scoring leaders and uh, I'm super, super duper high on Thomas Satoransky. I just like. <laughs> it's a very, I, for, very a, for a moment, I thought you were going to say Kobe, but uh, no. yeah, Satoransky. Okay. Uh, so, so I, I, I believe the Sato take because I've seen him play in person quite a lot in DC. Yeah. And he's really, really good. The the Wizards actually played better with him and Beal in the backcourt mm-hmm. than an angry like John Wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, please go on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably it. I'm just irrationally high on a couple of these guys, and I think it's just a shit conference. Um, and Laurie Bird, obviously, uh, he he's my main man as well. So I think I think I, the Chicago Bulls will be a surprise team. They probably won't make the playoffs, but I, if I have to make a hot take, I'll like I'll sort of pick pick them to um, surprise everybody. I really don't buy the Zach Levine thing, man. I don't know. <laughs> like he just seems to me, like I, I I know he can score. Yeah. Cool. It just he seems to me like he's sort of an overrated swaggy P. You know, like he's just gonna put a lot of shots up, get a lot yeah, of points yeah, yeah. up. Because nobody else. So will we do just it. start that conversation uh, trending recently about him talking about why he can't take mid-range shots. I know, and Kevin Durant got into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you shoot thirty-eight percent from the mid-range. 
you're not supposed to be comparing yourself to the all timers for mid range shots right yeah, like yeah, those guys took those shots because they were great at them yeah and yeah, this yeah. guy he's his argument is because i like uh, if there's an open shot i got to take it yeah so <laughs> i mean there was uh, uh, more recently on the zack low podcast i forgot who the guest was it might have been baxter homes if i'm not mm-hmm. if i'm mistaken but like they were talking about this whole mid range thing and um the guy made a great point it's it's not that the mid range is disappeared it's just that like what's happened now is only the the players who are great are being allowed to take the mid range shots you yeah. know yeah. so like so kawai leonard for example dominates on the mid range you know uh kevin durant dominates on the mid range and kd himself like he somehow kd to me is the most perplexing personality in basketball because he he's able to do a lot of things but he doesn't understand why other people are not like in in the sense like his I think physically he's a basketball genius and mentally he he isn't. Cause, but uh, you don't think it's 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 a product of guys who have it that good. They just can't understand why everybody else can't do the same. So you know? uh, that too, and I'll extend it because KD also said something about um, him him being excited to be playing in the Nets offense as the best offense he's going to play in, which is frankly ridiculous because he's uh, he just played with the Warriors. He played yeah. with like literally the greatest offense of all time. So it's okay. I go. I don't want to go on that rant. <laughs> no, Kelly is also a very like um, he's just a weird takes dude, and he's also yeah, yeah. he he's very sort of seeking validation from everything he does. So it's one of those things yeah. where uh, it's because he's chosen the net. He's like, oh yeah, oh, cool. I have to say that everything is, is the best thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he, he's just a really weird guy, uh, and I'm actually like. I'm curious to see what happens if I guess the Nets falter like what happens between Kyrie and him um I guess they can both explode in in a variety of ways but we won't have to deal with that till next year I guess I am not curious to see Kevin Durant <laughs> spending the season behind uh his phone instead of playing basketball um, but what else do you have to look forward to yeah I mean at least it's some drama in New York <laughs> this ah, low blow, oh, low yeah. blow. Well you're done, not excited for you. You're, you're not excited to see, um, you know, five hundred power forwards play <laughs> for uh, the Knicks. Yeah. So, so <laughs> look, the Knicks, not, are, not, Knicks are going living in 2019. They're playing positionless basketball with listen, five listen, power forwards. Bobby Portis is gonna be a beast. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Since you yeah. brought that up, are, are there any teams we haven't named in the East or who aren't in the playoff run that you are intrigued by, uh, Nakul? In the East, I yes. would say I mean Chicago Bulls were very interesting for me, yeah. uh, just because of the uh, I mean last year's amazing suicides by the coach and uh, I mean the players having a players only meeting, all that drama. Imagine this year it's like bigger and better, and uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm really looking forward to that off-court drama there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean it's going to be exciting to see what the Wizards do because I mean. Surprising, I think it caught a lot of people by surprise. The fact that Battery Bill actually agreed to an extension. Uh, I mean, money, it was it money, worked both money. ways. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, I mean, it worked both ways. Now the team is in a better position, and he's also obviously getting paid, and he has the yeah. op- chance to actually, if he wants to move, he can. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I'm really uh, intrigued by what the Wizards end up making of their season, and yeah. I, I honestly don't think it changes um, their likelihood to trade him. I actually, I, I think he's still as much on the market as he was before. Um, Koshik, what about you? Do you have 
any other teams that you are interested in and don't say the Charlotte Hornets please no no oh no <laughs> <laughs> i have a few teams higher than the Charlotte Hornets i guess but i also couldn't be bothered about the wizards um if if any like i'd keep an eye out on what the young hawks look like i think yeah um they've got a lot of like super young super intriguing players um they've got the new Steph Curry in Trey Young they've got the new Klay Thompson in Kevin Herter who I'm also they like <laughs> no they're not but you know i have to like the I new to... kevin durant and cam reddish yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah they've got a lot of like interesting pieces and they, they just play a really like fast free um carefree sort of young brand of basketball which is which is fun when there's i guess like not much else going on but um it would be interesting to see how they sort of shape up um especially also because also the last season for carter so yeah yeah <laughs> I really want but, him to be to find a way back to the Raptors somehow. Like they should trade him. Like I would like him, uh, his jersey to go on in the purple dinosaur, you know, in that way. Mm-hmm. I want to see him suit up though. I don't want a Luol Deng sort of Chicago Bulls situation mm-hmm. where he signs the contract and retires. But uh, yeah, I'd I mean, like to see him for the Raptors once. Carter actually plays though. Like he he's a. Uh, you know he's he's figured a way out to be like a he decent rotator as so, gracefully as you can imagine as uh, anyone can imagine. yeah 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 um, which, which i guess brings me to the, to the last question karan um any thoughts on your your nicks apart from the power forward log jam that we spoke about any expectations any any thoughts what, what are your true feelings like about this team listen i think <laughs> the young core i'm very excited about nilikina rj barrett mitchell robinson yeah. let these guys kevin knox kevin let these guys run you know the fact that we have Dennis Smith Jr on the team i don't like that at all mm-hmm. uh the fact that we have 8000 other power forwards like i they, they do a lot of dumb things but one of the dumbest things they did was that when all the big guys didn't sign with them they decided to give the money off to like random dudes which is really <laughs> stupid um but i'm excited for RJ Barrett and i hope he has a good season and that's all i need to say cuz james dolan is still alive so <laughs> i i have a question what do you think uh, mitchell robinson's season looks like because last year i mean his short short blocking rate was insane so I, i yeah you know those those numbers lie a little bit they make him sound like a better defender than he is but he yeah. is super young uh and i think he can be i think he can be good man see honestly the the problem is that the nicks management thinks that the nicks fans want us to win all the time but we don't i think fans just want to see exciting players who work hard and uh, and if we if david fisdale who i'll respect a lot as a coach who has an indian wife so hashtag india basketball um if they, <laughs> if he decides to let these young guys go nilikina nox rj and mitchell i, I think this I, i'll be happy to watch this thing it'll be fun but unfortunately we're going to see a shitload of dennis mitchell junior let, 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 let's get on to the the conference that matters a bit more uh, if people have stuck with us to the torture of the east now we get to the excitement of the west and i'm pretty sure that like all three of us are going to have vastly different 1 to 8s here mm-hmm. um so uh nakul why don't you start and how about this in like want to just name your 1 to 8 and then we can uh sort of take it from there in the west uh, who do you have yeah. listed i i have clippers as the number 1 seed nuggets okay. at 2 jazz at 3 lakers at 4 rockets uh, at 5 blazers at 6 uh spurs at 7 and then the number 8 is 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 a toss up between the warriors mavs kings and thunder i don't know why i have the thunder there but i do <laughs> i mean it it's not the thunder have a pretty decent roster but 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 let's just say you had to choose one 
uh, uh, I would I would say Warriors because I'm expecting uh, Thompson to be back second half of the season or so. Koshik, uh, why don't you name your eight and how it's different from this one? It's not too different, to be honest. Like, I think uh, I think that the top is going to be the Clippers because they just have so much star power, so much depth, and uh, they're they the regular season LA team. <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they've got they've got like so much depth in place that it'll um, and a bunch of like prideful veterans. They they're just going to dominate the regular season. Um, and similarly, I think Nuggets and, and the Jazz, they've got such such high-quality depth. And in the West, where every day you're facing a really, really good team, um, I think that kind of depth will really, really matter. And, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, like when you have players as good as LeBron and Anthony Davis on the same team, you will rack up, rack up some wins. So that's why I guess I have the Lakers on um, fourth place as well. I actually think the Rockets are going to struggle way more than anybody else, anybody sort of imagines they would. Uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden is not going to work out well. Uh, I'm happy to, I guess, stick by that prediction. Um, And I think think Golden State will probably come next for me. Uh, They don't have the same kind of depth, but as as before, even worse than last year, you could say. Uh, And I'm not confident at all as to how D'Angelo will fit into that system, but um, it's Steph Curry's team. And we're going to see him jack up so many threes, go on like 40-point runs for so often. I, I'm really looking forward to like a throwback Steph Curry season where he just gets the license to do whatever he wants. And he deserves it. Uh, and, and we've kind of forgotten how good he can be, I guess, with just just how effective that team was and how stacked that team was. So I think they'll probably be next in line for me. And the last two spots, um, yeah, I'm really not sure. Uh, one of those things where... Don't count out the Spurs until it actually happens. I think mm-hmm. just just to play it safe, I, I'll probably get them into the seventh spot. Um, mm-hmm. And if I had to really pick, I think probably like the Blazers. Um, Blazers will, you'd think would make it because they just have Lillard and McCollum who are just as steady as they come. Uh, yeah. And as much as I want my, um, my other sort of darling team, um, Luka, Doncic and friends, not really the Mavericks, just, just standing them for Luka. Um, <laughs> I want them to be there, but like they're they're probably a bit too bit too young. Um, yeah. So um, my top six is uh, same to yours, Koshik, mm-hmm. with just one difference. I actually have uh, the Nuggets finishing as the best record in the league. I feel mm-hmm. that they're gonna. I think Jokic is gonna take another step up. He looks like that that beer belly is even stronger uh, <laughs> in this off season. Uh, which only works for him and nobody else. Yeah, it's not a positive for anybody else. <laughs> it's not a positive thing for anyone. <laughs> he, he, he has like my athleticism, but he's seven foot tall and is a genius passer. So uh, <laughs> he, uh, I think I think they're going to be almost un, unbeatable on at home. Um, and and, I, I, and they, I think, are going to make a trade too at some point. So I, I think hmm. they are going to be the number one team. I have the Clippers second and only because I don't think um, Kawhi and PG will pay that play. As much as many games in the regular season, so so they, just their system alone will take them second place. That, that's how good they are. Uh, Jazz, Lakers, Rockets, Warriors. I agree with you all through and through. Um, it and it's all. I think this is a very very strong conference. I think all of these teams are going to be around the same record. I think I think one to six will only be separated by maybe you know a total of six or seven games. You know between mm-hmm. these top six teams. Yeah. Um, 
I am counting the Spurs out this year. I think it's it's over now. Popovich is 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 you know taking the old town road away from the FIBA World <laughs> Cup. The, the the grumpiness. It's all it it's all there. I think I think it's done. Yeah, he's, I think, he's slowly uh, turning senile for sure. It's it, it's it's happening. I think this is the season. Uh, Portland for me get to number seven, and number eight I have breaking through the New Orleans Pelicans. I think no, it's happening. Not with, Zion, not with Zion out for like six weeks. Even with Zion out, I think this team is gonna stay steady for about like the first two months. They're not gonna be great. They're gonna be like. Karan, let you me know, tell you. Let me tell you a story of uh, last season, where a team with Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and LeBron James. Didn't make it to the playoffs. You think the same team with Drew Holiday will? Yes. <laughs> Come on. And I'll tell you. And I'll tell you why. I have good reason for this. Okay. I think. I think. Um, a LeBron James didn't give a shit last season. True. Uh, and again, I'm not saying that Drew Holiday even uh, not give a shit. LeBron James is like, you know, 60 percent better than his best day, Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think all of these guys are improving. And I just feel like who who else then if it's not the Pelicans? I, I think they're they're better than the Spurs. I think they're better than the Kings. I think they're better than the Mavericks. I just feel it. They make it for me by a process of elimination. And once Zion returns, he's gonna be a freaking beast. So that's my and oh and and JJ Redick. Come on, don't forget JJ. He never misses the playoffs. True until he does. Um, but that's, <laughs> you could say the same thing about the Spurs. Yeah. So. We're counting between Pop and uh, JJ. Yeah. So, so now that we now that we've had this out there, um, let's talk about gripes. Uh, Nakul, do you have any gripes with uh, any of the rankings so far? You, you you doubt the Warriors a lot more than we do. Any particular I, reason? So I I mean, obviously not count, looking too much into the playoffs, but I see the surrounding talent for the Warriors. I mean, there's. Four all stars in the team even now, but uh, one guy is gonna be back. What maybe March, yeah. and uh, the other all. guy just got yeah. If yeah. at all, the other guy just got paid. Yeah. So I don't know how. And he's a fake all star. Yeah, he's uh, a fake yeah. All-star. yeah. And and I mean, defensive player of the year, sure, go for it. But I don't think everybody else around them. I mean, Looney's not fit. Everybody else around them seems quite weak, man. If I read you the list of people that they've they've played <laughs> yeah, in the uh, preseason. <laughs> I mean, Kai Bowman, Alec Burke, <laughs> Willie Cauley-Stein, Marcus Chris, Marquis Chris. They've they've taken a flyer on Mar- Marquis Chris. Uh, I mean, a, a whole bunch of people do like uh, Jordan Poole looks like okay, he could be something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's too weak. The people around them and the I mean, Lakers don't have their full fully formed offense in place. And the ass whooping they gave them in the preseason. Was very surprising. I mean, if nothing else, Warriors players are supposed to give effort, and the system supposed to carry you somewhere. But that wasn't visible at all. So I feel like settling into a roster which is so much more shallower even than compared to last season, mm-hmm. and also just Curry carrying them. I don't think he can. I mean, I'm sure I am expecting a few season from Curry, but uh, mm-hmm. everybody else around him backcourt is defensively way weaker. Uh, I mean, neither D'Angelo nor Steph are going to ha- be able to hide each other's uh, defensive weaknesses, and I just think it's too much to ask of them defensively to uh, be even maybe league average. So that's why I think that the Warriors are uh, a lot lower uh, in my rankings. So, so let me ask this. Uh, let me pose this question: Like, who do you rank higher uh, as a sort of tentpole trio? Right, um, Steph. 
D'Angelo Russell and Raymond Green or uh, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum and Hassan whoever Whiteside. else. Or whoever, yeah. Whoever is the big. And because and, I think if you look beyond those three, yeah, I guess Portland has a better, um, marginally better surrounding cast. But we don't doubt the Blazers the same way that we're doubting the Warriors right now, right? I think I think yeah, the key thing here is like the Golden State Warriors have had it cruisy for what four or five years now in the, in the regular season, and it'll be a bit of a rude shock for them. Whereas I guess the Blazers know that they what they're up against in terms of the Western Conference dogfight for the last few years. So I, I do think there is some merit to the fact that there's like absolutely no quality outside of um, Steph and Draymond, and like I, I really don't rate Russell that much. So. My my own theory yeah. here is I think they'll trade him mid-season. Like once he's eligible mm-hmm. to be traded, they'll trade him for like depth to, to possibly like a Timberwolves or something like that. That's my um, that's my trade machine magic there. Um, so yeah, they're just like it's too much. Steph is too good to to rule out. I think like uh, yeah. And, and and we are still. I mean, uh, we, um, we, I mean, I, all of us have them pretty low. You know, between six and eight. Yeah. So it's still uh, like I think we all admit that it is it is going to be a major defensive issue. Uh, do you, let's talk about the Jazz a little bit. Like they are this Mike Conley thing. Everyone's so high on them that I think it reached a point of overrating in a way. Correct. I agree. But um, but I have them third. Uh, where do where do you guys have them again? Koshik, why don't you go first? Probably like second or third. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about their sort of season chances? Uh, I think uh, they'll be a really good regular season team, uh, mm-hmm. but probably not too much more in the playoffs because uh, they've just, once again, like regular season is a matter of like, if you don't lose games by doing stupid shit, you'll end up winning a lot. And there are a few teams that do this really well. The Spurs, obviously, of old, are really good at this. They don't defeat themselves. And the Jazz are kind of like that. Uh, they've got a really good system. They've got depth at so many positions. Um, Mike Conley plus um, Donovan Mitchell should be should, should be really interesting to watch because Mitchell probably carried way too much load last year uh, offensively. So that lack of burden, I think, should sort of make him a little bit more lethal. Um, Rudy Gobert is always like a solid performer. So I think I think they'd be, they'd be a good regular season team primarily because they've just got like a, a really top quality coach, really good system. They just won't defeat themselves. So that's my. And you forgot to mention um, Kangaroo Jordan, aka Matt's teacher, aka Joe Ingles, <laughs> who got paid today. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he got. He so got, happy for him. He got an extension. Uh, so that's fourteen more million dollars going to the Matt's teacher. Uh, kids, if you wanna, if you wanna give up on that Matt's teacher dream, don't. You'll get paid. Nakul, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what's your opinion on the Jazz? Uh, do you have? Them- of finishing above the Lakers too? Yeah, I have them third. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. And I think primary reason is, I mean, their depth has improved significantly yeah. compared to last year. I mean, imagine a lineup where you have Conley, you have uh, Donovan, you have uh, Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich, Ingles, yeah. and Gobert. Yeah. I mean, defensively, not too, uh, sh- uh, not, not too shabby and... Offensively, obviously, they're going to they're going to play selfless basketball outside of Mitchell because he likes to jack up a whole bunch of shots. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, also expecting another year of growth from Mitchell. I think mm. the big miss for them is obviously in the uh, center position where they obviously gave up on 
they didn't end up paying uh, derek favors so i feel like you know uh, the backup center option for them is what now uh, tony bradley i guess or <laughs> yeah i guess yeah so i mean they don't really have a backup center so if yeah. gober expecting going on past season trends does miss some time through injury that's going to be a tough fill in uh, i think, I, might, I think jokim noah is still a free agent no yeah i mean tried out with the lakers <laughs> but uh, yeah <laughs> so 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 okay let's stop beating around the bush let's talk about your lakers all right lebron ad possibly one of the most exciting uh one two Possibly. punches in them yeah i mean i'm uh, there's also carl uh, anthony towns and andrew wiggins to think about guys come on <laughs> yeah I, i forgot about those guys sorry karan um uh, well no possibly because i think kawhi and paul george are up there too for me but yeah. uh, but, but but definitely going to be one of the best or the best pick and roll partnership in the nba right yeah um nakul do you feel that there is going to be that 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 if you're going to get a full season of effort from lebron and a full season of health from ad uh and everybody else like i know we know kuzma's out like do you, where do you see this team going in this in this regular season let's not talk about the playoffs right now so i mean we, you you forgot to mention we also have an antetokounmpo on the roster which <laughs> yes, is yes we do We'll key for our dreams of pairing davis and uh, antetokounmpo down the line yanis the yanis and so the thing is uh, i think because our roster is now significantly older i think there'll be a lot more load management going on through the course of the season which is why i have them placed lower along with injuries that occur so i feel like uh, you know guy the likes of uh, having a veteran presence like danny green jared dudley dwight all these people are the other side of 30 javel rondo all these guys are expected to play a lot of minutes during the season mm-hmm. and uh, i mean whether they're coming off the bench or they're starting in whatever role they uh, they will end up playing a lot of minutes and given the fact that uh, these guys are old older people are uh, even our youngsters are not really quite young man to be honest and the kyle kuzma with his uh, injury is only going to be back a little later and even running full i mean at full Speed uh, later during the season, so that's why I have them somewhere in the middle at fourth. So they'll cruise through the season, and then you know LeBron will turn on that switch, and uh, Davis will be excited to actually play for a team that he likes. And I'm hoping better things then. Koshik, how quickly did you pre-order the Dwight Howard 39 jersey? <laughs> uh, shit, you know my secret. Um, <laughs> no, look, I, I was thinking about this earlier today. There's going to be a lineup of Rondo. KCP, Dwight Howard, um, and like a couple of other scrubs in there. Possibly, like on on a bad day, Avery Bradley could could be the same kind of frustration level. Um, yeah, that's that's not inspiring, is it? But at the same time, it's LeBron and AD, and I I genuinely think that's probably the best the best like one two punch in terms of pick and roll um, yeah. that that we've seen in a long long time. So. Um, I'm super excited for that. I think LeBron will probably pace himself through the season and it'll be a huge like let Anthony Davis eat session for mm-hmm. uh for the next few months and I I do expect like huge things from Anthony Davis. In fact, um just just to quickly tease it out there before we actually talk about this. I think he's my he's my pick for MVP because I just think he's going to put up like 40 20 every day um 
no, maybe not that much, but um, <laughs> a Laker fan can be hopeful, right, for the first time in years. Um, not to take anything away from your suffering, Karan, obviously, but um, we live in a relative sort of world. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for what what this team can be in the playoffs. But I completely agree with Nakul saying that this is a this is a regular season team that will find challenges because of, I guess, the lack of youth and the lack of depth and stuff like that. Um, but those top two are as good as it gets. So you're you're going to be carried to a lot of wins just purely based on those. And even like a 75% effort LeBron and a motivated Anthony Davis, like that's, that'll get you a lot of wins. So before we sort of move on to the playoffs, uh, are there any other teams in the West that we haven't named that you are excited about? Oh, I have to talk about the Mavericks, right? Yes, um, yeah, please do. Huge, huge, uh, huge promise this season, I think, for the Mavericks. It's just that they are stuck in a really difficult conference. So I'm super excited to see what the the duo of uh, Doncic and Porzingis is. I think, again, uh, when we talk about like killer one-two pick-and-roll sort of punches, those two could be something really, really special. But so many question marks in the air. It's still, uh, how, how often do you think Porzingis will play? Like, is, is he going to remain fit for the whole season? Um, is Luca going to take a step up from from his first season, which was amazing? But a lot of lot of people seem to think that like he's already operating somewhere near where his peak is. I I, I don't agree. I think there's going to be lots more that he will add to his game over the years. But again, like I said earlier on, it's probably a bit too early uh, for for those two. But I'm super excited to see um, see, see those guys. Um, and someone made a someone made an interesting observation that Mark Cuban only plays white guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> that that probably um, like is a thing to sort of watch over uh, over the next few years too. But I, I think like those two those two are like really really promising. So I was also going to pick the Mavericks, but since you talked about them, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to zag a little bit. Let's yeah. talk about the Phoenix Suns, guys. The big three. Come on, oh, Ricky Rubio, Suns. <laughs> Ricky Rubio, Devin Booker, Kelly Oubre, Dario Saric, DeAndre Ayton. Uh-huh. They're gonna lose a lot of games, but I'm gonna actually enjoy watching this team. <laughs> There's a lot of players I like here. There's Ricky, a, of course, has been yeah. uh, one of our sons, our first firstborn son of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I have to say. I'm gonna <laughs> enjoy watching this shit. <laughs> Look, Karan, uh, Karan, you name you name that starting five, uh, and we also saw their like horrific orange jerseys. I don't know which one is worse. I I I think that's a decent starting five. And it's way better than that jersey. Um, <laughs> Nakul, any other team we haven't named yet or that we have that you want to double down on or anything else you want to talk about I, on the best? Outside of, I think outside of the Pelicans, I think uh, I really just want to see Jamorant and Jaren Jackson Jr. go at it night mm. in, night out because yeah. there's not much surrounding talent outside of Valanciunas, I guess, maybe. And uh, I want to see if Josh Jackson can actually make something out of this season for himself, you know, because he's in a bad team. I mean, there's. I mean, I I don't think they're worse than where when he was at the Suns. Uh, so I I really want to see what they end up doing Grizzlies because uh, I simply because of the duo because of Jamorant and uh, Jaren Jackson Jr. Here's a quick um, pop quiz, guys. Trivia. Yeah. Uh, can either of you name the Memphis Grizzlies head coach? Oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone uh, told me about this again and I was like, wow, who is that guy? It's a guy it's named true. Taylor Jenkins. Like That is literally uh, the first time yeah. I heard of that name. Did they just hire him in the off-season? Is he an interim coach? Yeah, no, he, they just hired him in the off-season. They fired 
JB because stuff last year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That I guess that's Actually. the volumes about where the Grizzlies are. Yeah. <laughs> things you learn on, <laughs> on Dushan. Um, also, things you should learn that the Memphis Grizzlies hold the draft rights to Satnam Singh. Just just throwing that out there. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so I guess before before we wrap up, Karan. Um, if we if we had to make like a picks for um, for MVP, we can't. We probably shouldn't do like all the awards. Then this podcast will run like three hours long. Oh no no, 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 we want forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you had to pick MVP, I guess uh, started season. I already sort of teased my pick, and I'll talk about it a little bit later on. But um, what, what are your what are your picks, Karan? I would have agreed with you with AD. I just don't trust his uh, health. That it'll be hey, enough to keep. He's played seventy five games in the last um, two. Or, Two out of the last three seasons, and last season he sort of sat out, pushing for a trade. So I think I think his I, uh, injury woes are sort of behind him. It's one of those things where, um, like a big guy. A repetition thing. No, I think it's one of those things where, like you, it's a big guy, and you're going to face a lot more injuries when you're younger. But as you sort of fill out your body and you become an uh, an adult operating at at its peak, um, I, I I think it'll be it's not going to be as big of a problem. I I I feel this is going to be a very very close MVP race like the kind that people will dispute about mm-hmm. between Giannis and AD. And uh if I if you ask me now I'm going to say Giannis. But but I I it's going to be neck to neck in my opinion. Do you um, think we've seen the last of um Harden's contention? Yeah and cuz A neither of us are that high on the Rockets chances yeah. this in the regular season. And B, it's it's sad to say, but people just don't like voting for him anymore. I just you know. Yeah. But I also think that uh, Westbrook being thrown into the mix is going to take some votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it it's the same with what happened with Curry and Durant. I mean, but not the yeah, same because yeah. they were actually good. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> in the sense that the one guy took away from the other. Yeah. Uh, Nako, yeah. what do you think? Uh, who who would you say MVP for? Yeah. I so I have somebody again like who was there in the MVP as well as defensive player of the year standings. I am I am going to take a flyer on Joel Embiid. Nice, uh, yeah. I hope he's I, healthy. Yes, I that 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 is definitely a huge huge factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the easiest thing would be to say Giannis because I mean dude is <laughs> insane and he's I I mean he's. He's one. Of, he reminds me a lot of uh, of the old school of basketball. You know, you play through hurt and uh, you yeah. put in the effort on both ends and those sort of things. But Embiid is also right up there for me. Yeah, he had career. He had a career year last year. Obviously, ended up crying and uh, yeah. uh, walking out of the playoffs. But uh, I feel like in terms of uh, uh, regular season, I I I'm hoping that he'll he'll get to another level that we haven't seen from him so far. So I'm glad you brought Embiid up because I want to close out with talking about sort of the teams that we think will be in the finals. And uh, in my opinion, I think we'll see that version of Embiid, the MVP super duper version of Embiid in the playoffs. And I think he's taking the 76ers to the finals. I think that uh, this this team is going to be a lot of fun to watch in the playoffs. Um, and I'm calling uh, 76ers Clippers finals. Sorry, Lakers fans. Uh, oh, I, I'm sorry. I think I, 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 I think I think Kawhi Leonard is is uh, on on a week to week series to series basis the best player in the NBA. And uh, this this Clippers team, no one is going to be able to score against them once the playoffs start. Except between Anthony him, Davis. 
Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, the Clippers do have a problem at the center. I mean, we gave them the best center they have in Zubac. So, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. So, don't really have an answer. So, I, I think this Clippers-Lakers will be a conference finals for the ages. Yeah. Um, and, and Clippers are, in my opinion, going to beat Philly to win the title. Koshik... Do you have any predictions about the finalists and the winners? Uh, only one half of it agrees with you. I think I also think that Philadelphia is probably the team that will figure it out the best and they'll they'll make it out of the East. Just I think there's too much firepower there, especially uh, how how big and like sort of defensively strong they are as a team. I think that will be mm-hmm. massive. Um, mm-hmm. I probably like my my head says Clippers, but my heart says Lakers. It's one of those things that I'm super conflicted about. Um, I. I I do see the point of, I guess, like their defense being really, really amazing and Kawhi possibly being like the best player in, in the league right now. All of them are, I think, legitimate points. But again, if we see that monster year from Anthony Davis and he's got motivation to play at that stage for the first time in his life, I think there's no stopping, there's no stopping him there. So they don't have anybody who can contend um, against Anthony Davis. So I think that will be a huge factor too. Um, yeah, and I guess the wild card always is like, what if Clay Thompson comes back and he's he's that good? So we'll have some version of the old Golden State Warriors that may suddenly come up as a surprising team too. So can't rule them out. Um, yeah, I can't believe the amount of times I've referenced Golden State Warriors. I didn't think that they'd be <laughs> they'd occupy this much so, space in my head, but I, I think so. So do should. you have the Lakers winning a title? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, you you give. I'm, give you homers a little bit of space and you go I'm, all the way. I'm talking who, myself into it already. Who can this team defend? <laughs> who, are, who are they going to guard? <laughs> uh, um, no, look, Karan, don't ask such hard questions. This is <laughs> this is the start of the season. Everybody's the most optimistic. Everyone's right? healthy. Everyone's in Every- like uh, mid-season form. Uh, everyone's lost a few pounds. Everyone's like super excited for the season. So don't don't you dare shit on my optimism right now. Nakul, since you're the guest, we'll let you finish. Uh, give us your predictions for the finalists and the winners. I I think I agree with Kaushik. Uh, <laughs> of course I mean, you do. Yeah, of course share. you do. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to sign Kobe I, mid-season. I, He's going to drop uh, 70. Like, I get it. <laughs> no, I think because Philly, Philly uh, at takeover Milwaukee simply because I feel Milwaukee's marginally maybe but they have a uh, I mean they've taken a step behind in terms of the talent and playoff caliber players uh, mm. I think uh, Philly has them there in terms of size and I feel like once the uh, playoffs kick in Philly will have figured out a lot more things mm. especially yeah. the I mean uh, positionally and in terms of who's going to be taking the shots at the end of the game and those sort of things yeah. uh, you never know Ben Simmons might make a couple of threes by that time uh, I so, take a couple of threes that time. You mean? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and 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 obviously in the West, I think it's going to be a Lakers Clippers. I actually think the West playoffs is something that I'm super excited for because yeah. I think generally first rounds are all flyers, but this year there's so much potential for upsets and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. this year I'm really looking forward to the Western Conference playoffs, but uh, finals for sure. I think Lakers are going to make it simply. I think uh, if you look around the roster, generally uh, there's a lot of switchability, and uh, I think that helps us. Uh, oh, and I think one glaring um, 
miss in the Clippers roster is the center spot, and that I think that's going to come back to bite them unless they do some trade mid-season or something like that. Uh, so, which is why I think Lakers have an advantage. Anthony Davis uh, being able to uh, play that position as and when required. And Dwight. Uh, and oh, oh, Dwight. Oh, Dwight. Uh, uh, Sorry. We don't know where we're going to be with him <laughs> by the end of the year. So. And then I think then obviously in the finals then uh, I have no logical reasoning. It's just Lakers because I <laughs> that's my dream. Yeah. And, yeah uh, so, there's so, so, so we all have an LA team winning the championship. Correct. Uh, you guys you guys have the wrong team winning it, but that's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, and we all have the 76ers making the finals. So uh, it, either you way you can't go wrong. Well, it's funny because like. To st- this seems like the most wide open season we've had in a long, long time. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, even though our in the, the end might be similar, which is fine. I think getting to the end, there's going to be a lot of wildness in mm-hmm. the playoffs, as Nakul predicted. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited, man. Nakul, thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a lot of fun so talking to you. Finally, we've been uh, we've been talking about this for a long time. So finally, thanks yeah. for coming on, Hoop Darshan, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed the season. Yeah, same, same here, man. And Kaushik, nice to uh, finally chat to you, man. Yeah, yeah, and obviously. And could, couldn't leave on a better note. I think Lakers for Lakers for champions. Uh, we'll yeah. celebrate, <laughs> celebrate with you again once that happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys are going to be very wrong. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, th- thanks, Nakul. We'll catch you soon. So I want to thank Nakul for joining us and uh, previewing the season. Uh, like another one of like the most hardcore, intelligent basketball minds in India. And like, uh, apart from the fact that you guys both picked a team that can't defend me to win the title, um, a, lot, a lot of smart things to say. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the last bit where he said that the Lakers will win. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can already imagine, I guess, how annoying Lakers fans will be uh, if and when the success sort of happens. But no, look, obviously, like he has lots of, lots of knowledge. Um, about every single thing, um, like every single sort of detail that goes into how good or bad a team is and um, season roster changes and stuff like that. So it was obviously amazing to chat with him. Um, we I think we covered pretty much most of like I guess most of the league in terms of um, where we think they'll finish and stuff. So I'm super pumped, man. I think it's it's been it's been too long without NBA basketball and uh, like you said, for the first time in ages, we don't have a sure shot team that we th- that we know I guess uh, is going to be there um, except for the fact that I guess all of us picked Philly um, yeah. but it's not the same right it's not the same as Golden State and Cleveland of all yeah. those years that we had um, it's going to be the most open it's been in a long long time so I'm super pumped yeah so there's one thing we didn't talk about Kaushik and mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's a pressing matter yes it's it's very important it's been yes it, it, we, we, we have hinted or we have talked around this conversation for 85 episodes, but we never actually sat down and like, you know, taken the bull by the horns. Yes. Would you like to tell our listeners what what I'm referring to? Absolutely. I think I think the my creative juices were flowing extra high around this time last night, just before I went to bed, and I thought I'll bounce uh, an idea off you, which yeah. I'm sure like subconsciously has been sitting in your mind too. You just never like Forever. really yeah. really thought about it. Um, yeah. But I genuinely think like that exchange of I guess WhatsApp conversation between between us is probably like the best thing, uh, one of the best things ever. So here, Karan, are my top five 
Indian NBA name mishmashes. Um, are you ready okay. for this? I'm I'm so ready. I was born ready. Okay, excellent. Uh, so number five is Steph Curry because obviously Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, so, it, like you can find him in any. Okay, so here's a question. What kind of curry do you think Steph Curry is? You think it's a, like a vindalu? You think it's a butter chicken kind of curry? You think so, spicy? So here's the yeah. thing. I think I think Steph Curry is definitely a butter chicken because he's okay. as as smooth and silky as as a butter chicken, as yeah. wholesome and filling, as potent as yeah. a butter chicken. And yeah. to go back to I guess what uh, what Nakul sort of spoke about some time ago. Um, what can curry do on his own? So yeah, my my analogy is going to be like you can have butter chicken on its own without without raita without roti without yeah. anything else and it's still a really good meal obviously when you've got everything there it's it's a perfect yeah. meal so he he has to be he has to be butter chicken and if we have to count i guess like the fact that he's a curry and there's another one in the league um i'm going to call set curry the chicken madras masala which i think is like a it's like a british invention it's it's not a, it's not a real thing um and i've i've tried to convince a lot of my like i guess english world people that it's not a thing and it Um, yeah. and they sort of know me for for this so he is the chicken madras curry and step curry is the butter chicken masala i love this so much yeah because it, 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 butter chicken is the best thing and step curry is the best thing absolutely so I, the only amendment to this i would make is that mm-hmm. step curry is butter chicken in india yeah seth curry is the butter chicken you get abroad Yeah which is basically a blander version of the same curry. Yes, 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 that's perfect. You you, you you can kind of get the taste but also you're like like what's missing here? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. So perfect, perfect. So I, that's I number like, 5. I like yours better. Yeah, that's number 5. Number 4 <laughs> is um Kyrie Irving because he's Uncle Drew, not Uncle Drew. Um <laughs> <laughs> this, this this was a name of my uh, fantasy team last year so like I guess <laughs> Pat on the back. Deep cut. Pat on you the have to like explain that. Yeah. Yeah. But once once you yeah. find out the explanation, I think you're gonna yeah. Yeah, you appreciate the art behind it. Um, number three is obviously a name that we've made a reference to um, on previous episodes. Victor yeah. Oladipo is Victor Oladipo. Um, yes. That's I think one of the one of the names that sort of lends itself to. I mean, it should be, it should be it should be Vikram Oladipo at this point. It right? should be Vikram Oladipo. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, <laughs> n- number two is uh, number two is. Nikhil Alexander Walker the, okay. the the rookie from New Orleans Pelicans who has like western names typically don't lend lend themselves to indian name puns so well but Nikhil Alexander Walker being Nikhil yeah, Alexander yeah. Walker it's it just had to be it's done close. yeah it makes sense yeah had to be done so that's number 2 number 1 on the list is my personal favorite i think one of my greatest inventions ever is chai gilgis alexander so okc okc has had a a rough season uh, but like like any rough day current you know at the end of the day when you have a hot cup of chai gilgis yeah, alexander yeah, yeah. you can turn anything around so 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 what i like about this is that we already have the seeds of an nba themed indian restaurant yes where where we would serve stuff curry butter chicken mm-hmm. and some chai gilgis alexander yeah uncle drew would like, probably make it <laughs> uncle drew would be the pepsi because that's what he's sponsored by right uncle drew yeah um, Yeah, like I think I th- I think that there's something to this. I think there's something to this. Uh, yeah, uh, some of the names, our, some of the names that didn't make the cut, but are all yes. honorable mentions. Um, yes. Definitely Paul George. Every one of you has a Malayali Christian name friend <laughs> called Paul George, whose yes. dad is probably called George Paul, whose grandpa <laughs> is probably called Paul George. So uh, that's just how Malus roll. Um, yes. I also particularly liked Yakub Patel. 
yes um, which uh, which is an excellent rendition of jacob perti uh, yes. and another one which which is a bit of a stretch but also like really really good is ganesh antetokounmpo which is yeah. uh, which is so that's the, my personal favorite yeah i really love ganesh antetokounmpo because like anirudh kompo is long enough to be like a south indian na- last name yeah uh, cuz so he would just go as ganesh a yeah that's know? right <laughs> <laughs> that's how he, he just that's how he just rolls yeah and there, there are some honorable mentions like uh, rahul neto and and yeah. stuff like that but those are like almost too easy yeah yeah um, so we should open this up I, i think our listeners should suggest us more yeah. more such puns you know like for the longest time i've been calling the 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 duranto express the duranto express that's again yeah. a very easy one yeah um but but any names you guys can think of mm-hmm. that are a, a good mesh of desi and nba and specifically names that we can potentially feature in our indian fictional uh, nba themed indian restaurant yeah um they'd be all amazing absolutely absolutely uh Yeah we'll we'll definitely tweet about this um soon and it's going to be like my highlight of the week which is <laughs> <laughs> not saying much about my life I guess but uh it's a genius creation I think uh, nothing like it, it, it it's important research Koshik exactly. so this is what we're here for exactly exactly um so if you have any additions uh, any takes that you don't agree with any uh, your own personal top 5 uh, send send us your list and we'll definitely shout you out um but otherwise as always thank you so much for joining us on hoop session again uh this has been a long long podcast but absolutely worth it because the nba is finally back it's back baby so yeah. excited absolutely um uh, so if you want to hit us up on twitter karan is at karan madokwan at hoop sunny and also uh, you want to shout out your new venture karan uh sure this is not really uh the audience for it but if you guys are interested in arts check out the chakkar on twitter on instagram on facebook everything the chakkar is a new website i'm starting which is uh, going to be a review of all indian arts indian indie music indie film literature um art theater food all of that stuff so uh, it's going to be a lot of articles if you if you like read, reading long form if you're still old old fashioned like me this is where it's all going to be excellent stuff excellent stuff if you want to uh, listen to name related puns and other boring stuff you head over to my account uh, that's underscore karshik7 but the podcast is also available on different social media um, it's on facebook it's on twitter it's on soundcloud it's on podbean it's in a host of different places all with a simple at hoop session and um, yeah hit, hit us up tell us what you think and we'd love to hear from you and until next time hashtag india basketball